you're listening to the We Speak Common Podcast Network. For more information and to support the show, head to wespeakcommon.com. This week, we're talking about how to manage game time, how to spot when things are maybe going too slowly or too quickly, whether they've passed with a flash or they're dragging really hard in your D&D games. We'll talk about how to spot it and what to do when it happens. Welcome to We Speak Common. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the D&D podcast for everyone because here we speak common. This is the show brought to you in partnership with The Dice Dungeon, your one-stop shop for all things D&D dice related. If you want yourself a gorgeous, functional and uh, rather weighty and probably could be used as a weapon set of metal D&D dice, they are the place to go. Uh, they've obviously got other things too, like resin dice, glass dice, crystal dice, D&D books, dice rolling trays, the list goes on and on. Check out their full wares by following the link in the description below and you can use the code we speak common to get 10% off your entire order. Your entire basket gets 10% off. So the more you spend, the more you save. Uh, go and check out what they've got going on. They're wonderful guys. They've been supporting us for a while. We're also brought to you in partnership with Describe, spelled D-S-C-R-Y-B. Put .com on the end. That's the website. They have wordsmiths, professional, creative writers doing what is arguably one of the hardest parts of D&D, and that's painting a vivid imagination in yours and your players' minds. It's just like regular box text, but stuff that you can use in any game you've got going on. They have over 8,000 scenes and growing available of monsters, places, magic items, spells. They've got sea shanties. They've got maps. They've got so much more going on. Whatever your little mind can think of, that's how... Uh, that's how I like to uh, to think of it. If I if I can think of it, they've probably thought of it too. Check out what they've got going on following the link below. There's 500 scenes for free. The rest you get access to by subscribing using the code COMMON at checkout to get 10% off every month for the first two years. As always, we will talk at some point about our wonderful partners during this episode. But right now, I'm going to welcome back for actually like the second time quite recently, <laughs> David. Hello. Hi. I don't. Do you feel like you're being told off if I call you David? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I find that the weird thing I find is that different people will call me either Dave or David. Who tends to call you David? People at work more. I, that's what I was getting. That's yeah. what I was thinking. I was thinking yeah. like, oh, it'll be it'll be like a, in a professional manner. Yeah. No one ever calls me Benjamin. This is not true, actually. That's not true. People do call me Benjamin, but people don't call me Benjamin in my day-to-day life. Like, it tends yeah. to only be, like, if my friend, a friend might call me Benjamin. Yeah. Um, someone who has a relationship with me, not, like, just a random person. A random person might call me Benjamin. I think it's because Benjamin's harder to say than David. Yeah, we're all just lazy. That's what yeah, it is. That's what it, genuinely, that's probably what it is. <laughs> I never used to like Benny either. Ooh, um, no. there was, well, exactly. That's my reaction, right? No. So there was a girl in school that called me Benny and it used to make me vomit in my mouth a little bit every yeah, time. Yeah, that's gross. And uh, I don't like it. However, let's retract that statement because I've oh, been watching, no. I've been rewatching Supernatural and I got okay. to season seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, when they learn that purgatory is a thing. And, uh, Spoilers. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> How old is this show? Um, Very. Oh, at this point, yeah. 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 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm only watching it so I can eventually get to the Scooby-Doo crossover and have all of the, uh, the canon knowledge that I need to enjoy yes. properly. Um, but I digress. There is a vampire in it who's friendly, mm-hmm. who's called Benny. Well, Benny. And I really like it said like that. So now I'm like, nice. okay, fair. Benny. No, maybe you're trying to move people towards that now. Is that your, your go-to thing? Hey, so what do you go by? Do you go by Ben, Benjamin, Benny? Oh no, it's, it's, uh, it's Benny. Benny but in a professional be, capacity. You have to say it like that. <laughs> Benny, you know? It's got to be in that like Southern drawl. Oh, I've just been hanging out with my friend Benny at the bar. Benny at the bar. That sounds like Benny a, at the that's, bar. That's, that's a great a, band name. That is a band name. <laughs> Benny at the bar. I love that. Yeah. Okay. There's my music career. Here we go. It's going to happen. Um, how, how are you, my friend? Tired. We both discussed that we were very tired, but we're okay. We both. <laughs> so we said, oh, we'll record this at seven mm-hmm. tonight. And then we both just happened to log on at half six <laughs> and we've now started recording at 20 past seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got a cup of tea. I've got a blanket over yeah. my legs. Prepared. Like an old man. <laughs> um, cozy lighting. I'm, I've got the cozy lighting on in the flat. Yeah. Uh, and then if you can see. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling very, I'm going to, when we're done here and I've saved all the files, I'm going to go and make myself some dinner. Nice. Uh, that might be a little bit disappointing now. Likely. Um, because I don't have a sweep potato. Is it slander if you mention it? <laughs> Look, if Gusto, the food delivery order service, wants to uh, right their wrongs and yeah. have me praise them to the wonderful We Speak Common audience, then I will if they send me the sweet potato they owe me. They, you deserve that sweet potato. Then. They owe me. My, my sweet potato and chickpea tagine is going to be... Just a chickpea sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's gonna be enough. I'm gonna pop down to the co-op and see if they've got um if they haven't got sweet potatoes, what I might do is buy this is not DD related at all. No. Welcome, welcome to, <laughs> welcome to welcome Thursday night with Ben and Dave, um, the spin-off show. Um I might buy just like a normal jacket potato, make the tea nice. and the couscous and just Ooh, put it yeah, on. Oh yeah, that'd be good. I can see that. I'm I'll, buy t- I'll buy two potatoes and mm-hmm. then I'll have one for lunch tomorrow. Sorted. No, there we go. Who needs sweet potatoes from Gusto? Uh, although Jack potatoes is what I was going to have for dinner tomorrow night before I run Team of Horrors. Oh. Bringing it back to D&D going full circle. I'm running you Team of Horrors Or tomorrow. you could you just have a banana. A banana for dinner? According to Sam, that's the best thing to eat before the game. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, was yeah, trying well, to, you know, I was trying to relate to your other things, so, you know, never mind. Right, Don't worry mind, about it. Never mind. Um, Team of Horrors, though. Are you, yes. Are you ex- I'm, I'm too tired. I'm very. <laughs> you excited about Team of Horrors? Very, very excited, yeah. It's going to be good. I'm quite excited because it's been a long... I've run it, I've run it three times now. Mm-hmm. And Tomb of Horrors is, uh, if, if you don't know, uh, obviously a very famous D&D. Uh, I'll call it a module because when it came out, mm-hmm. it was a module. Uh, it's a fun it? house, I didn't realise that. Yeah, Funhouse Dungeon. Um, deadly. Very. The, the home home tomb of a Serac, uh, inspired a lot of Tomb of Annihilation. It's good. You can, you can only play it once mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, and you can only, you can only either run it or play it. And I chose to run it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that I did cause I get to bring other people in and watch yeah, them experience it. That's and that's, fun. that's a lot of fun Is it, for me. Have you found that it's different every time you've run it? Like have people acted differently every no. time? Oh, no. really? 
people always that's make the same mistakes. That's very interesting. Um, there is one, there's one particular, I'm not going to call it a trap mm-hmm. because it's not a trap. There isn't a trigger. Mm-hmm. They, like, it's not like, oh, you step on a floor point and something happens. Yeah. Um, it's very iconic. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll that's all I'll say. Don't, don't want to give you any tips. <laughs> so anyone, anyone who has run or played in the Tomb of Horrors will probably be able to guess which one I'm talking yeah. about. Um, it's quite early on and, um, it's one of those things where if you fall for it or if it gets you it's your own fault because really that easy because it it doesn't do anything it's passive you have to do everything you have to you essentially have to to kill kill yourself yeah um and it does just i can feel like that's gonna be me then or sam i could see sam doing that (laughs) and that is why i have told you all to bring backup characters yeah yeah but no yeah it is it is an interesting one to run because i feel like everyone does make the same not the same mistakes but they make the same decisions and like yeah they do the same things like with the puzzles they they come to the same conclusions that's and very like, funny that's, that's very funny it's it's entertaining yeah i, I feel bet. like a serac at this point because <laughs> you so are. Many times. Yeah. i am the lich king himself um <laughs> Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that because it's been a yeah, long time really since fun. I've run it. Yeah, we've been we planned it for ages, ages and ages. And I haven't run. That's not true. I ran some D and D a couple of weeks ago. I haven't run any of my mainstay. Like I haven't run my campaign. I haven't played in the campaign I'm playing in for like a month and a half. Yeah, because of just life stuff getting in the Various way. Various reasons. Yeah. Um, I've been really burnt out recently. Anyway, so it's been a nice break. Like mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't missed D and D as sacrilegious no. as that is to say. Um, so I'm looking you forward need that to, break, though. yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward break. to getting back in. You've not had a big break though. You've been running D and D, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I ran yeah. a few one shots, and then I ran my first um, part of my War Deep campaign, which which is War Deep, it, obviously. No, it, it, yeah, Sean, but uh, it was kind of like wasn't. A proper start, really, because everyone had to stop and start and stop and start. People mm-hmm. weren't at home and stuff, so proper restart. <laughs> well, not restart, but continuation. Yeah. Next week. Yeah, I think um, just go in with the uh, the go in knowing what was wrong. Mm-hmm. I think. Like, yeah. I, cause I hate, I hate restarting things in D and D. I hate doing that. I, will, I don't think I'd ever restart from scratch. Like, I don't think mm. that's my vibe. There's only one time I've ever said, guys, can we wreck on this completely? Really? Can we just pretend this didn't happen? Um, and I hated it. Yeah. I'm um, not keen on the idea. Was it wasn't bad. Ago. Like it was just not <laughs> starts I wanted as a DM, but I'm very picky. So it's no, I get that because I'm I'm like that too, um, and that's why I really I, I I sound like a bit of an ass when I set up games, and I'm like, <laughs> just so you know, this is a serious game, and we're doing it this way, and this is the kind of thing I expect from you as a player, and it's like, yeah. oh, okay, it's t- taking it a bit seriously. Try hard, Ben, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm putting a lot of effort in. Yeah, exactly. you know, I'm doing this for for my enjoyment too. So here's here's the kind of game we're going to run. But I think that's why session zeros are important. You know? Yeah. Definitely. You, you gotta be there's there's the fun jokey type of game and then there's the uh, we're, we're playing for a story yeah and then exactly. there's that middle ground as well but yeah which um, normally we are somewhere in the middle ground but mm. it just wasn't 
I, I mean, it probably wasn't a bad mood anyway to start with. I feel like I said to Chris that day, I'm in a bad mood today. Yeah. So that probably didn't help either. So yeah, yeah. it was just a... It wasn't, it, you, it wasn't bad, it was just uneventful. <laughs> have you listened to uh, what what is, as we're recording this week's mm-hmm. episode of the podcast? In today's episode yeah. that released, yes, I have listened to, I think I'm about halfway through... Has any of that resonated? Uh, so that was about yes, yes um, and no. When things just aren't going well, it wasn't. It, it wasn't that it didn't go well. I think. I think it's just everyone wasn't in in it. Apart, I mean, Ali was here for it, but mm. <laughs> I think everyone else was busy at the time, mm. really, or tired, or and like I said, I wasn't in the best mood, so it just didn't work the way I imagined it originally. The vibe wasn't right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we did. We ended the session really early because it was just like wasn't happening. Mm. Um, because people were going on like we had a break, and then we had have a, we were going to have another break, and I was like, was, everyone was like, we'll just end it here, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, completely, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That leaves a that leaves a bad taste in your mouth, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I get that. I get that. Okay, well, well I just like to say I love all my players, but it's just it wasn't. It was it all wasn't, their fault. It wasn't all their fault. It was just. It was just I wasn't feeling it. I they ruined my it. masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, hopefully the next session then will be a bit yeah. more. Yeah, a bit. it will be. I think it will be. I think yeah. once everyone's back to normal and we've planned it, but it was just a weird day because it was like the funeral day as well. It was just a strange day. Oh, yes. The day, <laughs> yeah. of, the day of mourning. Yeah. So it was all just a bit of a weird day because it was a bank holiday. We started early and then people were having tea and stuff and it was just like... That was a lot. Mm. That's um. That's the thing as well. That's happened since we've spoken. Yeah. How yeah. are you? How are you? Are, are, I'm fine. Yeah, are you I'm okay? Fine. Do you, yeah. you, have you have you cried all of your tears for <laughs> Her Majesty the Queen? Uh, no, I'm as fine. A, I'm as all right. A, <laughs> as a Brit through and through, yeah. you, you, have you have you have you cried? It's okay I've to not, cry, I've not, Dave. I've not cried once, but not because I don't like the Queen, just because I'm. A, a lot a of people bastard. have been very not even that like I'm quite an emotional person but just like people a lot of people are phased by because it's mm. a big thing like I mm. understand why people are upset by it but I don't get upset easily by things that don't affect my actual life I get that yeah I get that I feel like death doesn't phase me anymore now after after yeah. some of my life experiences I feel like that too I think, I think that's a lot I've, I've experienced a lot of death at a young age so mm. I think that yeah. probably is why I'm like meh <laughs> Yeah, me too. Wow, <laughs> oh, someone else has died. Okay. Um, yeah. Pe- people do that. Uh, this got really dark. Sorry. Yeah. Um, what I was, what, We're I was spiraling. what I was trying to say was, um, did, did, how have you felt? Because I felt like it was, right. it, was, it was just a weird, weird time in day. the UK. Yeah, it's just been weird. I think that's like a, that day was just weird in general. I was really well, off that day. Might be. Like this, this is going to sound really bad, <laughs> but it felt like Christmas. Yeah, like, you know how when, when way, everything yeah. is shut, yeah, and no, no one shops has anything on at all. No, and the roads like, were dead. Like I drove, and it was dead. You could get from Preston to Manchester. This is a, this is a really niche <laughs> reference now. For really just northern for you, niche reference. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a true northerner now. Listen to me. Are. You could get from Preston to Manchester in 20 minutes. That is crazy. Insane. That is crazy. Insane. But yeah, so, and like people were going out on family walks in the middle of the day. Like yeah. it was just a weird day. In the I UK. drove in the morning to go to Tiff's mum's because we were going around there to watch the funeral. 
and I know it's <laughs> don't even start. Uh, so we, I left the house and I was he like, said that as I drank tea. <laughs> and, uh, so we it's were like, such a weird sentence. I know, I'm it's sorry. so strange. Um, and we went and I was like, this is weird. Like the roads were just, there was no one else on it. Mm. I'm not even joking. Mm. It was crazy. <sighs> well, um, it's all said and done now. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. uh, we're kind of, things are kind of back to normal now, I think. Yeah, very much so. Everyone's kind of just getting on with it now. Yeah, pretty much there. Um, we have done the exact opposite of what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> yep. We, yeah, we literally have. This Which is, is uh, good time management. <laughs> but it's been a nice catch up and I hope yes. that uh, if yeah. you're listening to this and it's nice and cosy and autumnal, you have a cup of tea and you've enjoyed Ooh, a little yeah. catch up chit chat. Get that pumpkin spice latte down here. Yeah. Oh, Enjoy I yourself. haven't had a pumpkin spice um, latte for at least two we weeks. Spoke, now, we both haven't spoke. I, I haven't touched one since we spoke last. Oh, that's the last I one know. I had. Well, yeah. Oh god, I might no. Heartbreak. No, they're so expensive. Oh, I wait. know. Anyway. I know. <laughs> let's talk about time management. Time <laughs> management in D D. And yes. specifically what I mean by that is for me, when you're prepping D D or, or and then when you're in the game in yeah. the session of Dungeons and Dragons. How do you make sure that the things that you're running and the things that you're putting in front of your players and that have been in front of your players for however long are there for the right amount of time? Yeah. Um, so we're not talking pacing, although I feel like that word's going to come up a few it times. It will come up, yeah. Definitely. Um, because when we talk about a session we'll, and we talk about how you manage what, what happens for how long, we're going to talk about like the flow and the pace and stuff like that. Yes. And time management is something that comes into pacing quite a lot. Mm-hmm. But... What I'm thinking here are, obviously there's going to be sessions where you're like, well, this is a combat session. It's a big boss battle. At least half of the session is going to be combat. Or maybe it's like, oh, they've just got to the city and it's going to be a big role play shopping session. Yeah. Like hardly any dice are going to be rolled. Fine. Um, But thinking more of your average D&D session, how do you manage your time in that? And how do you do it well? And what do you do when it's going not well? That's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, I'm quite an impatient person anyway. So mm-hmm. I, I like to speed things along quite quickly, which isn't ideal for roleplay situations, which I have to behave myself and not butt in. Mm. Um, but for combat and things like that, if I feel like it's dragging, uh, I will just crack on and either kills people, scares people, and then I could yeah. end it. Or they've run away because they're on half health or whatever. You know, like, just close it up nicely. Like, I mean, you and Sam spoke about this last one as well. Like, you close it up to a point where it makes sense rather than just going, it's dead now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to make it feel like it's happened organically, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, but having run the witcher for you i've seen that mm-hmm. in you i think and um i see this in ray when i run games for ray mm-hmm. quite a lot me and ray are very similar i can I, I clock that when we play together we, the way we run and play yeah. is definitely very very similar yeah it's like he but he's also very good and i think this is the balance he's very good at like stepping back and letting the role play happen yeah it's but he but what's really good about having a player like that in the game at the table like you and ray is that when you have a really role play heavy group like i do they can um get 
stuck in the role play of like talking as their characters trying to work out what they want to do in the game yeah. and it takes someone else sometimes not the dm i find to yeah. step out of that and go just out of character what is our actual plan and what are we going to do <laughs> yeah. as players not our characters like let's have a little quick discussion because that then like gets yeah. the brain going again instead of like oh my character is thinking this and it will say this and has this relationship with that person so we'll disagree with them and mm-hmm. it just pulls you out of that so yeah having a player who can get a bit impatient <laughs> isn't always a bad thing yeah. Yeah. um as long as they know how to curb that yeah, for the definitely. other player's enjoyment which i which think helps being a dm it, you you learn to be able to step back mm. as the dm though there are, and I'm, I'm guilty of this. There are times when I've gone, ah, I, I don't have a lot for this session. It's a bit of a filler session oh, because yeah. we're waiting for another character to come back. And I know that there's just going to be role play heavy stuff mm-hmm. going on. So I'm just going to let them go. Yeah, and I'll just really sit back it. and watch it for a bit. Which your is not role good play filler, Your role play filler is my, I, in that case, I would be like, oh, here's a combat. See, for me, <laughs> combat takes so much mental, like, capacity yeah whereas role play i can just do so yeah. i'm like ah give them give them someone to talk to for an hour <laughs> like yeah. great um but when when you're planning sessions when you're planning and i feel like this maybe you when you're in, when you're in that sort of start of the campaign or when you're in that um one shot mentality where it's like okay yeah. i need to have a good bit of role play i need to have a good combat encounter i need to have this i need to drop in a plot key i need to have a cliffhanger when you're building out a session in those typical ways yeah. how do you keep those th- how do you get all of those things in the session so that you're not halfway through the session and you go oh shit we're only going to do the first combat we're not even going to get to the second one let alone the third that i've prepared <laughs> well i normally over prepare anyway because i always find like i was like oh, right i'm going to need all these things all these many things and then kind of go Oh, actually, <laughs> while yeah. I'm in game, I'm like, I've prepared two sessions for this, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fine as well. Like, that's great because it saves you the trouble next time. But if you are in a game where you want to progress onwards, you need to work out a way to. I think knowing your players as well is key, really, mm-hmm. because if your role, if your players want to be role play and they, they want to role play for a long time, you need to allow that to happen at least a few times rather than just going, right, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next thing yeah uh, yeah i mean i've 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 always always said this it'll probably be on my gravestone but it, every <laughs> piece of advice is subjective to yeah you know, every table is different know your own table and what they want and also in this case i think going off what's happened last session as well like if you've just had a, a, a session that's full of combat you're going to mm-hmm. want to maybe not fill it with big yeah. huge combats and things but um yeah i so for me, what I do when I'm prepping, let's take my, my, I think the best examples are things that I think could take longer than they might. So I'll look yeah. at a, a scenario that I'm going to put in front of my players and I'll think, okay, how long do I think this will take? How long could it take? And how do I stop that from happening? And I do that yeah. with things like puzzles, combats, um, potential kind of like, argument area role play yeah, areas where they, that where, could happen yeah yeah like where they're gonna have to discuss and agree on something and if they don't agree or it, they can't really progress things like that yeah and they have to make a choice basically um and what i tend to do is like i'll look at a puzzle and I'm like okay how hard is this puzzle how smart are my players okay yeah. i reckon this will take them probably 20 minutes to do 
combat wise, I'll look at a combat, but okay, I've balanced it. I reckon this will take maybe three rounds. Mm-hmm. I know my players know their characters quite well. I've got a new player who's going to be a bit slower. So let's allocate yeah, an hour for this combat. Yeah. Which is a long time if that's like a big combat. Yeah. Um, other times I look at a combat and I go, oh, that'll take 10 minutes and it takes two. Yeah. 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 All depends then, on the drop straight away, really. Like if they go and burst a big spell slot, then it's going to uh, end very quickly. <laughs> yeah, and and that's the thing, right? So because then I look at it and I go, okay, how can I make this go quicker, and how can mm-hmm. I make this go longer if it's going yeah, too quickly? Definitely. Things like puzzles, I have to think. Okay, what happens if the wizard uses passwall? You know, I or passwall as a wizard, I <laughs> it's, I love it so much. Dirty bastard. Dirty I will shit. teleport as well. So mm. these are all these terrible things where I'm like just a monster nightmare. <laughs> are you bringing any of those to the Tomb of Horrors? Uh, I don't think I am. I'm playing an artificer to start. Artificer rogue. So I'm just. Gonna I love that you added to start there. Yeah, to start. Yeah. To start, to start with, with uh, I will die. Your first serving of me is <laughs> <laughs> the first soul you'll be devouring uh, is an artificer. Um, yeah. Yes. So it's like, okay, what, what do my players have that's going to make this thing go by really quickly? And, yeah. and then the, uh, the opposite of that is with puzzles. Okay. What if my resident note taker who has all of the answers to this puzzle in their notebook is absent <laughs> this week? Or yep. what if the person who's really smart and will get riddled straight away is uh, not feeling too well and isn't mm-hmm. firing on all cylinders? Um, how do I alleviate that and make it a little bit easier if they're struggling and it's going on too long tasha's uh has this in their puzzles part yeah so it does it says so like uh if it's going on too long you can do an intelligence check or a wisdom check to do this this and this this provides this information which will help them which is super handy yeah so that's the that's a really easy answer and i think that like puzzles puzzles is a weird one because it doesn't they don't tend to test your character stats they tend to test you as a player players yeah um and there are puzzles that can test both but i'm sure i'll find out soon (laughs) it's gonna be so good um but yes with with a puzzle or with something with something that's informational gathering or something like that you can just use a, an in-game cheat is yeah. what i like to call it because i yeah. always feel like that's a little bit of a cheat is like if my players are really struggling and i don't know maybe they've got to pick the right mosaic on a wall yeah in, in a room with four different walls that are all painted up and they would know that it's the one with the sun over the hill because that's the family crest of the local law keeper mm-hmm but they haven't remembered that or they yeah. haven't remembered to look through their notes or thought to look through their notes. I could be like, oh, now that you're looking over everything and you've, you've been staring at these pictures for a while, do me a, do me a history check. Yeah. Like, history oh, check. It, <laughs> Let me remind um, for you. <laughs> yeah. You recognize something about this in one of the local families. You think maybe this is similar to their sigil. Maybe it's an expanded version, you know, yeah. things like that. Um, just little, prods in the right direction yeah (laughs) yeah with combat it's trickier because it's like it's that it's that mechanical balancing i find yeah which i Um, think the the, i mean is trouble is 
it's very hard in this situation when you're experienced DM because you kind of go, I do this innately. So, like, mm. yes, um, it's hard to put it into words sometimes. But like you and Sam discussed, you can lower HP, add more people. You can just. This is where DMD Beyond fails because I use DMD Beyond, and it's very mm. difficult to add things on the fly. Mm. I mean, it takes time. You've got to like click into another area. Da, da, da. But if you're using another system or like just using paper, it's so easy to just go, oh, another goblin runs out, <laughs> just like <laughs> savages you. Um, I like, you know, what else is fun is using like, I mean, we've spoke about this before, but your surroundings to speed things up. So like, oh, they step on a bridge, it collapses and they like yes. plummet to the ground. Like, yes. that's another one that's really good. Um, I love one of my favorite combats I was in as a player. Joe was running a session where we were running along um, a bridge along like a perpendicular to on, on a mountainside mm-hmm. and there was an avalanche coming down. Nice. And we were having the combat, but the combat sparked oh, the avalanche. And then we had like a round to get out, off this bridge, yeah. which is so very quickly then like, That's this combat's tense. finishing, move yeah. on. Go. Um, <laughs> so yeah, environmental factors are a big one. Um, yeah. And you can use that in... I find you can use environmental factors in 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 a Every lot of different situation. senses. Yeah. yeah. So like, oh, you're in a you're in a dungeon. Okay. Well, it it starts to smell of sulfur, and uh, because uh, you know a demon's being summoned or something, and, yeah. and so you need to act quicker or like t- something that hit that here it is that brings the pacing suddenly up a notch. Yeah, I use this. Players Sorry, move no, quicker. <laughs> I use this on that in that first session. So they were talking to Cole, who is a Warforged, mm. and they were discussing um, what happened to him, basically. Uh, and I was like, yeah, Fireball just goes off and there's a wizard in the door. <laughs> 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 Move on. Chase yeah. scene, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's a bit ham-fisted, but we'll, we'll go for it. <laughs> the way to do it. It's how I roll. I like it. I like it. Well, the tavern. <laughs> yeah, suddenly, everything's on fire. What do you yeah. want to do? <laughs> Literally, the, yeah. the ceiling falls in and you die. <laughs> um, You're all dead. Start again. <laughs> yeah. So there are all these little tricks and tidbits to speed up or slow down something that's happening but i think the real trick is is to know when to use them yeah because it's easy for us to sit here and go okay well when i plan i think about how smart my players are or i i think about what powers they have and how strong they are and whether the things balanced properly or whatever that's really easy and that's not advice is it that's common sense i think usual dm things in the same way that it's like well, you can you can end the combat if it's going on too long. You're the DM. You can, you can say the puzzle things. has been... You can give them the answer. You know, like, that's, that, that's simple stuff. Yeah. The trick is, is noticing when something is dragging uh, yeah. or if it's gone by too quickly. Mm-hmm. The second one, I think, is the harder one to recover Agreed, from. Agreed, yeah. So, imagine you're sat at the table... You're the DM, you're in a combat, you're focused on tracking all these numbers, you're focused on who's coming up next, who's wearing the initiative order, what boss monster is going to jump in, in in the next round because he's been summoned by the sound of swords clashing, blah, blah, blah. You've got all this stuff going through your mind, yeah. right? The thing you're looking for here is not to 
take your mind off of that and focus on every player and make sure they're all engaged. But it's just every now and then just look at each player, just take a look around the table, virtual or real, either way, and just what is everyone doing? Yeah. This Are they intently listening, right? Online, because if, especially if you only do voice, like, and if you don't do video, yeah, you to hear those like vocal cues is very difficult. Mm. It's easier if you know the people really yes, well. Yes, definitely. Um, but I, there, there are Wesley, bless his heart. Sometimes he'll he'll jump onto Discord, and we'll all be there, and and I'll be like, Wesley, I'm not starting the session until you turn your camera on, <laughs> and he's like, because <laughs> he doesn't want to for the day. He's had a bad day or something, and I'm like, yeah. look, we need it because it's it's a level of connectivity, yeah. um, in in virtual D and D for us, and and I I advocate for cameras on when you're playing D and D. I know people have problems with it, but I think it it opens up a realm of. Uh, interaction between people, but connecting to everyone else at the table, yeah, major. Like I can look in your eyes, essentially. <laughs> yeah. You know, like not really, but kind of. Yeah. Um, I've got good at that through COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but have a have a scan, have a look. Yeah. Have a listen. If you can see them, are they looking at you? If they're not looking at you, what are they looking at? Are they looking at the character yeah. sheet? Is their, is their turn coming up? Are they looking at their phone? Yeah. Are they looking away from the computer at something yeah. in the room? Are they are doodling? They, <laughs> are, are they doodling? Are they in their own realm? Uh, listen to their voices. Do they sound excited? Do they sound engaged? Do they say, yeah, I'm just going to shoot my arrows at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to swing my sword four times because yeah. that's the most optimal thing Elders for me to do. for the fifth time in the room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 uh, I'll just sling a fireball the trick is knowing when that's because it's dragging because there are times yeah. I've been a wizard and I've gone there's, there's, no, there's no point in me casting a spell right now I'm just going to yeah. fireball and that's not because the combat's dragging it's just because no. right now it's not a good time in that to moment. do something else yeah. Yeah. and again knowing what your players are like because for example I know Oh, quite a majority of my players like to fidget with stuff, mm. like play with stuff. And I know Ali doodles because she's an incredible artist and she probably just makes something amazing in the background. Mm. Uh, but, um, you know, that's again comes back to just knowing. Because if someone's doodling, it's difficult when you're like just running a random one shot for random people. Because if someone's doodling, they could just be instantly doodling just to concentrate. Mm. And then you're like, oh my God, you're doodling. I need to move on when you actually don't. So I think. Again, session zero, key, trying to get to know as many. Or if you're a player, telling your DM, oh, I doodle because it helps me concentrate. It helps me focus and stuff. Yeah, 100%. And, and not just going off one player either. No, is one player not engaged? Okay, note that. Have a conversation mm. with them later. Afterwards, yeah. It's when there's lots of <laughs> yeah. unengagement happening. Is that a word, unengagement? Uh, we'll, we'll go with it sure. we, we shouldn't be asking either of us to this no, no, no neither of us are the, are the wordsmiths no. um, but that's when that's when I, I learned a new word recently oh. uh, what is it Recon, re, uh, is it re, uh, reconcite Recontra- hang on Do you've met, this is a weird segue reconciliation no 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 no, no uh, don't be rec rec uh, rec can Oh, what is it? Recitient? No, what was what it? Oh, mean? it was a really good word and it meant oh, no. to be, it meant to be, um, to have an, 
uh, uh, a disagreeing outlook okay. towards me. It's like, don't be reckoned trite with me or whatever the word was. Okay, I'm intrigued someone, by this. We need to find someone, this someone's going to know it. Someone's going to know. I I did that thing where you go, oh, hey, hey Siri, define. <laughs> um, no Siri, don't actually talk to me. Oh. Um, re, re, uh, Oh, it's it's really annoying me now. <laughs> hang on, hang on. You need to find it. I need to now. Word that means to be argumentative. It's like facetious, but not. Yeah, but not. No, don't just give me the word argumentative. <laughs> uh, it's wreck something. Now I'm intrigued. That's really annoying because when I heard it as well, I did that mental thing of being like, I need to remember that word. Like That's this. a really good word. Yeah. Okay. Well, if someone knows what word I'm talking about, then hit me up. Um, but anyway, yeah. what was I saying? It, yeah. It, don't just go off one person. Go off everybody. Like go off the, the group consensus and the feeling. Um, so... That's a that that felt more combat orientated as an example, but it's yeah. the same with puzzles and it's the Definitely. same with role play. This yeah. is why I tend to try and do the trick of, okay, these two people are talking right now. I've got two other players. They're they're not involved in this role play scene. This role play scene's been going on for five minutes. I'll give them what two more minutes to see where this conversation goes, and then I'm going to find a break. And it, in that break, I'm looking for like a cliffhanger in the yes. conversation, and then I go, cool. Dave, what are you doing right now? Yeah. And instantly jump over and engage them and pull yeah. them back in. That's because good. Because I, I want all of my players to be involved in it. Involved. Yeah. And I want all of them to enjoy watching. Because for me as a DM and as a player, watching those role play moments is like me watching a TV show. Yeah. And then nice. I get to be involved with it later. Um, so I, I want to I want to bring them back in if they're not there. Yeah. So that's that's a trick, right? When you notice it. Can you, if it's role play, can you quickly get, find out what someone else is doing? Even if they're in a different place, a different scene, even if yeah. I come to you, Dave, and you go, oh, I'm just at the bar having a drink. And I go, okay, cool. Um, what are you drinking? And you'd be like, oh, yeah. uh, whiskey. I'd be like, cool. Well, then an old man sits down next to you and he goes, oh, and you have a little <laughs> conversation. Like it can be a nothing yeah. scene. Just give them a little something. Yeah. Keep them involved in it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you talked about fidgeting. Yes. And uh, it's a pet peeve of mine. Mm. Is it? One, one particular form of fidgeting. Okay. Stacking dice that aren't dice dungeon dice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no one else can see Dave. He's just put his head in his hands. Um, yeah, look, if you're going to do any form of fidgeting at my table, any form at all, it needs to be the form of making a dice tower. If you are making a dice tower out of dice... They have to be quality dice because making a dice tower is a horrible habit to have. And I will kill you for it. Like I will, I will, I will drive to your house and I will make you eat that D20 uh, and the D4 actually. It's probably the sharper one. Oh yeah, that's if more dangerous. dice dungeon dice, <laughs> I'll let you get away with it because they're just so gorgeous, you know. Uh, you can head to the description of this episode below to head over to the link uh, for the Dice Dungeon website where you can peruse their full catalogue. Lots of wonderful sets of metal, resin, glass, crystal. Uh, I got every other material under the sun at this point. There's so many sets for you to choose from. My Still my current favourite because I haven't bought a set for myself. And I 
I need to because otherwise I'm going to be obsessed forever. Are the dragon sets? They're, they they're look so nice. Dice. I've held them in my hand, Dave. They're wonderful. <laughs> Did they're you get dice. James's? Did you see James's? Or? Yeah, someone else in my group has them as well. Nice. I don't remember who. <clears throat> mm. But they're they're dice, but they're made out of of little tiny dragons, and and they're hollow, so they're beautifully metal, but they're like light metal which is so rare to find uh if you want to go and have a look follow that link have a little peruse there's other things available alongside dice like the DD books that you know and love uh dave and i both have our copies of uh adventures in space wait you don't have yours it's it's meant to be here Mm, that's the key thing (laughs) i can tell you dave it's wonderful it's Um, you can just kind of see it on my webcam behind me you you were showing me the other day and i was deeply excited about it so nice. Yeah, mine did come before yours because yeah, I'm, I'm more important than you, clearly. <laughs> Apparently. Even the Royal Mail think it. Um, have a look at their wares. Go through their wonderful catalogue of books, dice, bags, trays, everything you can think of. And if you do end up putting some things in your cart, use the code WESPEAKCOMMON at checkout. You'll get 10% off your entire order. So everything in your cart, not just one item. The best way as well to help those who are fidgeting with their Dice Dungeon Dice to get, you know, back in the zone, brought mm-hmm. back in. It's to give them yep. a wonderful description that, that tells them exactly where their player is, their character is, what they're doing, and, uh, and why they're there. So you can describe poetically them being ripped apart by a bear, for example, <laughs> if they're in the Eaten woods. alive. <laughs> I bet that that's the scene on Describe. Head over to dscryb.com, uh, type in the words, mauled by a bear and see what comes <laughs> up i'm sure there'll be something uh there'll definitely be something for a bear at the very yeah. least they have over eight thousand scenes available for you to use right now in your games whether they're homebrew or written adventure they include monsters locations spells items sea shanties and everything else under the sun all written by wonderful creative writers wordsmiths poets bards of the ages uh check out what they've got going on there's 500 scenes and growing there that you can use for free right now in your games. And then uh, there's there's subscription tiers for different levels for access to the growing, ever-expanding collection. If you want to get 10% off every month for the first two years that you subscribed and bring your players back into the moment every single time, you can use the code COMMON at checkout. 10% off every month for the first two years that you are a subscriber. Again, link in the description below. Okay. So you're in your game, you've had a little look around, yep. you're seeing the signs that people aren't quite engaged, they're not looking at the screen, they're not listening, they've just missed something, they didn't realise their turn was coming up, uh, they haven't heard the question the NPC asked them, uh, maybe they, they are in, they're engaged, they're listening, but they look tired, or they look a bit bored. Or maybe they sound less infused than normal. Like you're getting a vibe. That's the kind yeah. of, this is people reading, right? You're looking for it those is. signs. Or the other one, which can be quite telling, is they're frustrated. Because they've yeah. been trying to achieve something. Maybe it's a puzzle or it's a combat or it's, a, but they're trying to get a p- specific piece of information, but they're not talking to the right NPC and they just don't yeah. realize it. And they're getting annoyed by the fact that they're not achieving their goal. You're looking for those signs. Yeah. That's the biggest sign that this situation has been dragging. <clears throat> it's been going on for too long. And that's when you need to start implementing tactics to, yeah. to move things on. 
bring that reminder in, or even the NPC could even like just be like nearby or send them a message. There's loads of options. Mm. Yeah, and this that's the easy bit, right? That's where we say yeah. like, oh, add a combat encounter. Oh, add in a monster. Oh, yeah. make them do an inspiration check, uh, uh, an intelligence check for a piece of info. <laughs> yeah. You know, things like that. Um, the ones that are harder to solve are um, f- when uh, like there's something like a puzzle or something or not necessarily a puzzle, but like a, a, an air quotes encounter, not a combat, yeah. but an encounter that has a specific solution. It's like, okay, maybe start to think about how you can let them through with what they're trying to do, not what they have to do, things like yeah. that. Um, the next scenario is that it's gone on too quickly, right? So maybe they've had a combat and the enemies died too quickly or they got to a, a big door with a riddle on it and they <laughs> knew the riddle already they and they just... It. Gave yeah. the answer. What do you do then, Dave? <laughs> I've had this. I've had the riddle scenario before. I've well, never I think been there, haven't we? <clears throat> they did that, and then I think I had one more puzzle behind it, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw something else at them, and I was like, here's a trap. <laughs> Deal with a trap. So you can you can just like traps are an easy one to add. Dead easy on the fly. There's a pitfall trap. Deal pitfall with the is the go-to, isn't it? It's yeah. the easiest one. It's like, oh no, you've fallen in a pit. Yeah, deal with it. Deal with the situation. How do you make a pitfall trap interesting, though? Because I find that, like, oh, you fall in a 30-foot pit, and it's like, okay, <laughs> well, I've got 10 foot of rope, and I've got yeah. some pittens, so we're going to climb down, and then we'll climb back up, and it's like over in a matter of minutes. You, the thing is, you can make it an encounter that doesn't have to cause any damage or any issues with them. So if you just want to slow them down just so you can take a moment... You could say something like, the floor breaks away, revealing spikes below and a corpse of a previously uh, deceased adventurer. Mm. Like you could just have the animation of that breaking away and then visual of them seeing it. <clears throat> so like you almost step into it, but then you have to jump over or you, know, you deal with that situation, but you make it a cinematic moment rather than you fall to your death and now you have to pull your dead friend's corpse off the spikes. Mm. <laughs> Which is always fun. Always fun. It is. Yeah. Um, I like that. That's a good answer. Thank you. Yeah. Um, things like, uh, okay, how do you, how do you make a combat that's died, like immediately <laughs> gone down quickly, yeah. last longer? They've come in, the paladin's instantly smited at level five, <laughs> and the person died in one hit. Okay, fine. Are you out on a street? Did the guards hear? Are the guards now coming? This is it. Uh, are the Very scenario coming? focused, like, depending on the situation you're in. Mm. you're in a dungeon and you just killed uh, a big zombie ogre. Cool. Well, there was another zombie ogre down the hall and he heard the noise <laughs> exactly. and now he's coming, you know, things like that. Yeah. And this one has twice as many hit points. <laughs> you know, he's things a like man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I always find when I'm doing stuff like that, I need to give uh, contextual clues. So if it is, oh, there's another yeah. zombie ogre. Okay, well, if they've just one hit crit one of them, it's going to be weird if there's no reason that this one is managing to survive all of yes. the hits that the last one didn't. So it's like, okay, there's another one coming, but this one's twice the size and it's buff and it's got a third arm, yeah. not, not a euthanism. Um, <laughs> you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, that tends to help make it feel a bit less cheesy. Yeah, definitely. You adapt to it, but then also make it so it makes sense. Mm. so planning for all of this stuff is really tricky i yeah, think because it, 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 it starts to fall into that realm of over preparing yeah and it's so situational like it, it could vary from 
one session, if you ran this like the same thing twice, one lot of people it could happen to, the next it, it probably won't. Yeah. The last thing I want to talk about them for a bit is how to cope with it. Um, not like the, here's, here's how to make it longer, here's how to mm-hmm. shorter, because we've done all that, but like yeah. the feeling is hard to cope with. I think, yes, particularly as a DM, because I feel like I, I feel like I failed a little bit when yeah. this happens. It's the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so sometimes, again, it depends because I don't like to be like, I don't like to pull the curtain away and be no. like, oh, look, it's, it's me, the wizard. Um, you know, I like to be the wizard of Oz, not the old yeah. man behind the curtain. Um, so I don't like to say things like, Oh wow, you really blew past that encounter. Oh my god. <laughs> Sometimes that's okay. Yeah. You know? Sometimes it's like, oh wow, you really destroyed that boss. <sighs> Again, it comes back to what kind of game you run. Like if you want to be immersed in it the entire thing, that's the last thing you want to be doing. But exactly. if it's a jokey game, you know what? Go for it. Mm. Yeah, what what tone do you yeah. um and those those speedy ones this is where it flips right this is where mm-hmm. it's easier to end something that's dragging than yeah. to save something that's gone on too quickly yes. i think it's easier to cope after something has gone on too quickly than it is if something is oh, dragging definitely. because when something so when something goes on too quickly you just you you just talk about it and you and you move you just move yeah. right you carry you, on yeah. you keep that pace going yeah when something's dragging you're trying to beat the horse to get it to run yeah and that's tricky because you need to get the enthusiasm back um yeah it's really difficult i feel like a bit of this comes into what we sam and i talked about in our recent episode about like when things just go wrong it's like covering have a break have a five minute like okay like bring it to a close have a break then come back in with the renewed gusto that you need Mm -hmm. um even if that breaks, just like you just step away and all have a chat for five minutes, like yeah. just about day to day life. I mean, that will help massively. It's like a palate cleanser. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you sometimes you need that and to get you out of that that frustrated headspace yeah. or that deflated headspace. And and this is both players and DM now, I think. Yeah. Um if I if I feel like I'm in a session and it's dragging and things aren't going well, my goal, if it's near the end of the session, if we've been playing for three hours already, it's like okay, it's time to find a point to wrap up yeah. this session. If it's like halfway through and I'm like, okay, now I've got another hour and a half to go here, we've already had a break. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. Um, I look for a cliffhanger even yeah. if I'm not going for a break. So my advice is to lean into those moments and start to pull, pull on narrative threads. So if yeah. it's a combat, it's like, oh, okay, uh, Dave, you're making an attack. Um, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to swing my sword again. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. You roll your D20 and you get a 16 or something and you mm-hmm. know that that's close, but maybe it's not close enough. I, as the DM, even though I'm feeling the drag, need to then describe that sword swing like it's the yeah. best sword swing of your fucking life. <laughs> because if yeah. I suddenly up the pace and bring in that that tempo, which is yeah. hard when no one else is doing it, really yeah. difficult. If I do that, eventually, after I've done it a couple of times, everyone Plays else is going to pick it. it up too. Yeah. 
So it's describing that attack and then maybe thinking about doing that thing where you describe it from another point of view. So I maybe I'm turning to Sam for his turn after yours. So you roll, you hit, you do your damage. I get all that we, we get through the mechanical bit and then I do the big describing. Yeah. Like I, and I say, Sam, you're standing off to the side and you watch Dave come in with his claymore and he, he swings down with a, with a mighty huff and you watch blood and dirt spray up in the air as his feet run along the floor and you know describing all of those things and the best way to get that enthusiasm rather than just upping your voice and your your enthusiasm is to go through the senses right what can you see smell taste touch feel feel and touch the same thing see smell hear taste and touch right sam you taste the iron on your tongue as you uh, as you bite bite down on that cut on your lip where you bit it after that soccer punch and you you smell the 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 arid air in the desert as the the sand kicks up and feels coarse against your cheeks uh, the yeah. sweat dripping down off your head and you know like start going through that you know Kicks watch the Dave run again. forward yeah really light that fuse yeah go into real descriptive detail to to turn the pace up yeah there it, there's that word again um, good old pace <laughs> to to just get that enthusiasm back and to, yeah. to pull everyone back in because immediately everyone's gonna be like oh shit ben started describing anything like yeah like what's going like on? maybe this is gonna end or like yeah. maybe it's a big or something's gonna happen like what's going on and they'll all start paying attention and if they're Builds not all the tension again yeah if they're not you just go hey hey dave <laughs> pay attention and he goes what i go you ragamuffin i'm running your dd game here and you go oh yeah sorry and yeah, then I start exactly. describing in intense moments and he's like, yeah. ah, shit, you know, yeah. he being you in this Bring case. Bring everyone right? back in again. You rag him off me. I, apparently I am. <laughs> Scoundrel. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've talked a lot there. What are, you, what are your thoughts? I'm just trying to think. I had a thought and then I lost it because you were talking. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I do that no, a lot. It's, it's all right. Um, what was it now? That's going to really annoy me. Hmm. Oh yes, that's what it was. It's slightly off topic, but I like it. Um, when that sudden feeling can even happen in like if a lot of people have died, for example, mm-hmm. if a lot of player deaths happen, or even one player death that's particularly bad, um, or an NPC, anything like that's remotely su- super serious, just taking that little break and then going, oh, just having a normal chat and taking yourself away from that is. I think very crucial as well. Mm. I know that's off topic, but I thought it was quite a a key thing to bring in. No, no, it's a good point because it's another thing that can pull yeah. pull a session down. And I, I guess we've kind of we've we've kind of inadvertently segged into lesser time management and more like yeah. if because we were talking about something dragging because it's <laughs> yeah. taking too long, and now we're just talking about things dragging in general. But yeah, um, yeah, that no, that's a good point, and it is something to bear with. Um, so just to just to bring us back around to time management then before we kind of cap things off mm-hmm. we've talked about the fact that managing game time in prep is as simple as just planning and over planning right how long is it going to take how long might it take what do i do to make it longer and shorter yeah um just asking yourself those questions are going to help in game we've talked about how it's about reading the room is it dragging is it going too quickly and then adjusting yeah are there any other things that come to your mind when we when we're talking about time within a time session itself? Because uh, I, I feel like the, again. Go, but, on, go on, go 
<laughs> Sam talked about it last, well, this the current episode that's currently out mm-hmm. is Monster of the Week. It runs off a timer, so the whole session is timed, basically. Yeah. And the, the way, I mean, I've seen a lot of people do it differently. So you can run the entire, if it was like an adventure layout, you could run the entire adventure on a timer. Um, but the way it runs is it starts at like basically daytime and then slowly gets darker and darker and hits like midnight. And that's where things happen throughout that. So you, you could use this in, in the sense of you can write down your time that you want to spend, the session time. Say you had three hours. You could say, right, within hour one, I need this to happen. And if the players don't do this or don't have anything with it, this thing still happens. But you don't obviously find an appropriate time to throw it in there. For example, like I said, they were talking to someone and then a wizard bursts through the door and tries to kill this person with a fireball. That was going to happen whether the situation happened with the players or not. Um, so you can use that and then say, right, it's an hour in. I say, this thing happens. Players might not be aware of it, but it happens either way. The next thing happens, oh, you just found out about this. This also happens. And just progressing with or without the players, you can progress the story along, and then they kind of catch up with you when they need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... I've run D&D by the time of before. Yeah. And my issue is that it... Um... It either works or it doesn't. Yeah. There's no in between. Like I'm, I've run Strad Must Die tonight, and it's like okay, you've got four hours to find to all the things you need yeah. before Strad comes to fight you. But I've run it where you pause the timer during combat, mm-hmm. and I've run it where you don't pause the timer during combat, yeah. and those are two very different experiences because combats can take time, a long time, and that's why time slows down in D and D. We take yeah. turns during combat, so. Um, that's super yeah. fun. I love that idea. That's it, a, that's a me kind of game. Like, that's speed um, everything through. Yeah, that's a topic we should talk about another day. I think yeah, there's, some, there's something in that. Um, the the only other thing I can think of talking about when we talk about time management is the literal thing of how long should things take in D and D. And that's not what we've talked about at all. And I no. don't think there's an answer to that. No, it could um, vary. Like uh, for one, for example, going back to the episode again today because it's fresh in my mind. Is Sam was like, oh my god, this this combat's taking two hours. I've run combats that take like three sessions. But yeah. because there's stuff going on and things happening all the time, new things and different things, it, it works still. Again, it comes back to if your players are engaged in that moment and then the story-driven reason for that combat. Yeah, I mean, a, th- a three-session combat sounds yeah, like my worst cool. nightmare. But um, again, it comes back to uh, <laughs> the table. <laughs> Yeah. If they're a very combat heavy table and don't do much roleplay, you need to fill those sessions with something. <laughs> yeah. I think my closing statement is use the things we've talked about today, the the reading of the people, the lifting things and slowing things down where you need to, to learn how fast 100%. and how quick and how slow things should happen in the game. How long should my yeah. combat be? How has it been so far? Yeah. Should they be do you want them longer or shorter? Things like that. Ask your players as well. Ask for feedback. That's oh. also a great way to do it. Yeah, that's like pacing. Yeah, and session zero. <laughs> they're always going to come up. Always ask yeah. for feedback. And if you can't take feedback, don't be a DM. No, because no. you need to adjust yourself 
I mean, obviously, you need to enjoy the game too. Yeah. But you need to adjust it so that your players are enjoying it. The first it. time is rough, but after that, it gets better. <laughs> oh, I tell James he's a shit DM all the time. <laughs> oh, you it's mean not true. It's not That's true. So it's mean. not true. I actually give him many, many compliments. Yeah. Um, I so, think we're all very friendly when we've DM'd for each other. Like yeah, I, I mean, it's it's helpful if you're getting feedback from someone who yeah. has DM'd before and has some competency DM because they understand it. That's why I love this. The, I mean, <laughs> sounds like a plug, but it's not. Uh, the uh, Discord server is very DM heavy and we always are very nice to each other about how to improve uh, and how you could work on stuff. It's all very helpful. And if you too would like to join that Discord server, <laughs> you can do so by heading to the description below. There's a link to join us uh, for free as a commoner. Yes, a commoner, because we speak commoner. Come on, get with the band. Get the pun. <laughs> uh, it's uh, a free space. Come and, come and chat to us. And uh, oh, God, loads of people at this point. There's so many so of us in there just chatting every day, talking about uh, Dungeons and Dragons and also just like stuff that's going on in our lives. We're a yeah. fun little community. Uh, if you want to get full access, if you want to get get into the, the patron only area, if you want to be in the vibe zone, chatting away and listening to music, you want to join games that are happening in the server. Um, if you want to talk about things like your characters, your worlds, show off minis and character art and create stuff and get advice, then the best way to get all of that access and the only way really is to join the Patreon. There's a link to that in the description below. Uh, it's the best way to support the network if you want to hear more shows or if you just want to say, hey, do you know what? I've listened to over 200 hours <laughs> of your voice, Ben. I, I want to chuck you a coin, Mr. Witcher. <laughs> then um, that that is the way to do it is the, is the Patreon. There's different yeah. tiers. Uh, the lowest tier, the cheapest tier gets you full Discord access to the community um, and the highest tier gets you sat in the chair that Dave is in right now. The big boy chair. The big boy chat. You can come and chat to me about your D and D games and things that are happening and the advice that you have that you want to share, um, and you will be more than welcome. Uh, of course, if that's not something you want to do, times are tough right now. That's fine. I totally get that. The best way to support the show outside of the Patreon is to, I mean, join the server for free anyway, because that's always there it's for free. free. It's it's free. It's free. Um, but it's to share it with other D and D people around you, people who might like this content and might have interesting things to say and uh, advice to give. Um, we're on. Yeah, we've got we've got two uh, two games running for Halloween. Me and Ali are running games. Oh yeah, I've seen yes. you talking about this in the server. I see. I I actually messaged my group recently and said, "Hey, because um, <laughs> I run Strad Must Die Tonight." Yeah, and I've and I last year I did Strad Must Die Tonight in space. Um, mm -hmm. And did it spell jammery? And this year I was Super like, "Hey, how how are we feeling about maybe not doing Strahd and doing something different this year?" Ooh. Which is sacrilegious. I mean, it's been it's yeah. been four years of Strahd. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of Strahd. And Wesley <laughs> said, "Hey Ben, how do you feel about being a player this year?" Oh boy! So I'm nice. excited for whatever cool. we need to get the planning going because it's now. Yeah. I'm excited for Wes to DM the Witcher as well. Oh, I'm excited. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so if you want to get involved in these games, if you want to get involved in the server, you know where to go, description below. We're on uh, Twitter at We Speak Common, Instagram at We Speak Common, Facebook We Speak Common Pod. If it's Reddit, if you see it being talked about, it's probably me. So come say hi. <laughs> um, I, I love the number of DMs I get on Reddit that are like, hi, 
dot 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 Ben question mark and I'm like yes it is hi is this, you? Uh, is this is this Ben from We Speak Common and I always imagine someone out there who isn't me getting messages like who the f- who who, who the hell is this who ben? is Ben <laughs> um, which is uh, an amazing thought it's probably never happened but it's an amazing no. thought to have um, yeah come say hi come chat and that's it that's the episode we're done that's it we're done we're finished um, we Dave, did it Thank you for joining me. This feels like it's been a bit of a rambly, like, just chat yeah, one. Yeah, I feel like we've just talked a lot, but it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> it. I've, I've had my cup of tea. I've been sat in my blanket. I'm very, I'm very Engaged. content right now. Cool. Well, let's uh, do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Remember how content and happy with me you feel right now, um, tomorrow, when I murder you three times in a row. Great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of death. But I've built my artifice to be very mean to you also, so we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. Uh, thank you very much, my friend. I'll chat no to you mate. soon. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the We Speak Common Podcast Network. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a review on your platform of choice and share us with a friend or D&D group near you. If you'd like to directly support the network and the production of new shows like the one you heard today, head to the description of this episode or our social media pages for a link to our Patreon page. You can connect with the show on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at We Speak Common. The network theme is Street Dancing by Timecrawler82 and is held under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. You can find it on the Free Music Archive.